This is a song about someone I loved who was with someone else. It didn't seem like there was someone else when we were together, but when you can't leave the house, can't work late, can't take a business trip or blame traffic, you can't get away. That's when you know you're not a priority in their eyes. That's when things change. I'm caught up in her destiny. But she did nothing for me Caught up in her destiny But she did nothing for me When the world turns slow And she's taking it back And I'm all alone On a different track It all seems strange And it all changed Why did I seek when she couldn't arrange Was the number one when things were good Vacation sensations whenever we could I sat at home and she couldn't call With no excuse to cover it all in her destiny But she did nothing for me Caught up in her destiny But she did nothing for me She was herself when she was with me. At least, that's what she said. But when you can't leave the house, I saw the end. To me, it was my life. But she wouldn't make the sacrifice. She was waiting for the chance to leave him. Waiting for the right time for us to be together. If this wasn't the right time, then I knew it would be never. I'm caught up in her destiny But she did nothing for me Caught up in her destiny, but she did nothing for me Caught up in her destiny, and now It's time to leave That's it. That's my story so many people with different stories and different reasons for being here. I just, just go to this open mic night, listen to this singer talking about her life out there, being tied to someone else, and how she was finding a, a new beginning at the COVID house. I don't know why I'm doing this anymore. Why am I secretly recording people to find some evidence that I now hope doesn't even exist? I keep thinking something's off, but at any point in my life, have I ever not felt that way? Have I ever not felt like things are off? And now people are forming friendships, getting married, finding each other here in this place. Am I really going to be the reason to mess all of this up? I don't want to just ignore what could be happening here, but I hope I'm wrong in all of this. I just need to see behind the curtain to know for sure. If I can get access to, to critical information, then I can know whether, yes, I'm right, or know I'm wrong. And that's why I have to check. Because if there's one thing I know for sure, the answer no is better than no answer at all. Hey, how's it going? It's good to see you again. Thank you, you too. Like you, thanks for getting me set up. I, I, I mean, I came back, to be honest, I just, 
I don't see how you could have all these people. Everybody's getting paid. No expenses. Like, how are you guys doing this? Honestly, think about it like this. The owner really believes in this project, and so do I. So what if you had a billion dollars? What would you do with it? All right. Well, I, I, you know, I'd buy a car. <laughs> That's uh, and where would you drive in a pandemic with this car that you just bought? That's true. I'd, I'd drive around, I guess, you know, just to drive around. Uh, okay. And would you want to fly first class, go on a vacation to the most exclusive clubs and eat at the best restaurants? You know, I never thought about what it's like to actually have a million dollars. So, you know what? I, I'd buy a mansion. That's what I'd do. <laughs> a mansion. So who would you actually have over in your mansion? Um, family, friends, maybe? Uh, everybody, you know, family and friends. So in a pandemic, family and friends, then who would you have clean the mansion? Do the landscaping, clean your pool? Aren't you worried about people being around you? Uh, you know what? That's, that's a good point, but I'd figure something out, right? Well, think about it like this. What if you could have all of those things on a secure, COVID-free site with world-class chefs, entertainers, people you trust, gatherings? Look, a billion dollars is literally 1,000 million. The benefactor has the resources and is making it happen. He's doing it right now. I, I guess if you can't do anything, yeah, I'd probably do something kind of crazy like this and kind of like it. But I, I also came back. I wanted to ask, why did I have to sign like that property agreement? So think about it like this. It's basically like a lease. Okay. But I've, I've rented before. I've actually never like, you know, I've always rented, but it looks pretty comprehensive. It's So, okay. So there's a lot of people from different states on our property. So you know what? We just want to make sure that we verify residency. We make sure everyone is accounted for and that we're following all local guidelines. I mean, think about it this way. You can't just show up at the DMV, right? <laughs> That's true. It, it is closed until further notice, so I can't, you know. All right. I, I got you. You got me there. Okay. Yeah. So we're basically like just, you know, accounting for your residency for like tax purposes and stuff. So, uh, so call me crazy or call me dumb, but you're in charge of intake here and kind of everyone who comes into the state goes, goes through you, right? I actually run the finances and accounting at this place. Oh, good. Good. And, you know, you've been so helpful. I, I never got your name. What was it? It's Simone. I, I got to tell you something, Simone. I, I've, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, what happens if, if I go? What if COVID takes me out completely and it's my last day on the earth? What if, it, what if I, I never see another day? Honestly, we're so secure here. You have nothing to worry about when it comes to COVID. No one in this facility has died or even ever gotten COVID. And honestly, if they did, we've got plenty of ventilators. So you'll be fine. Just but, relax. But should, should I make a will or something? Have some on the record. I mean. Um, seriously, you're that worried? I'm, I'm asking for your help. All right. Listen, I, I've been nice, but I, I need to make a will. And I also, I need my payment right now. It's just that simple. Hmm. Well, it says here that you have a quarter of a million dollars allocated for a project that you're working on. Yep. That's my payment. That's my payment for coming here, being a bone marrow match and, and donating bone marrow. I'm donating to Max to save his life. He needs bone marrow. And it's that simple. I'm, I'm getting going to oh. receive my payment. For that. Oh, really? Uh, 
a direct payment for bone marrow donation, why that would be illegal. It says here you're a consultant. Isn't that correct? I I, I don't think so. I'm uh, I'm bone marrow. You know. You're a consultant, right? Oh, all right. Well, that's right. I, I see what you're saying. Uh, but what if I'm not? Maybe I just want to get out of here and go back home. You know, what if I want to do that? Back home? Uh, remind me again, what was your job before this again? <sighs> I was a server in a restaurant. Why? Why does it matter? So you were a waiter. Hmm. And getting $250,000? That's pretty generous. Yeah, but, you know, money doesn't matter to me, so... <laughs> Money doesn't matter? Okay, so that means you don't have any bills to pay, no credit card debt. I'm sure that your job as a server was super lucrative and secure in the pandemic, right? Okay, okay, that's pretty personal. Come on. Obviously, you know it was tough. Hey, I have friends who couldn't even get through to unemployment, who had to pick and choose which bills to pay. I get it. You know what? I should probably think about them too, but right now I'm thinking about myself, and I feel like the walls are closing in. It is a lot. I need you to set up a will right now, and, and that's that. It's, I got to see it. That's it. Hold on. This may take a little time, but we'll get you set up. Don't Paperwork worry. Paperwork needs to happen right now, or there's no bone marrow donation. There's no consulting fee. I'm not going to save Max. I need to see this paperwork right now. That's okay. Good. Okay. Let, let's relax. Do you know how long this has been in the works with you, getting you here to Washington State, Getting you through the quarantine, inviting you to our facility. Do know. you know how long it's taken? All I know is that I have to leave. I feel like if I want to leave, I feel like it would be a setback for Max. And I don't want you to be responsible for that, Simone. Wow. All right. Hold on a minute. Let me talk to Karen. I'll be right back. I'll start setting up your payment. Half now, half after the procedure. And for the will, you'll need names and addresses of your beneficiaries. And I'm printing out the rest of what you'll need right here. Karen is also one of our attorneys, so she can definitely certify everything for you. It may take a little bit of time, but we are working on it as fast as we can. Is that okay uh, for you? Uh, yeah, yes. Uh, I'm so sorry now that I kind of reflected on what I was saying. I overreacted a little. I have what I need, and I appreciate that. That's fine. So, listen, I was talking to Karen, and she also suggested that you may want to talk with someone if you have a moment. Many of the people here find it helpful if they talk to someone. I I don't know why I would need to do that. That doesn't... Hmm. You don't? Well, listen, she's a wonderful counselor. Even I see her. Other people see her. She actually talks to almost everybody, and she's very experienced. Oh, okay. You know, all right. Well, if she talks to everyone, I I guess I'll check it out. It might be good to meet her. Okay, that's great. I'll set you up an appointment as soon as possible. Yes, thank you. That will be fine, and and sorry again. No worries. Best of luck to you. All right, appreciate it.
first I thought this entire place was uh, designed to make money, but the more I read, it's almost completely focused on giving money away. It's like Max is obsessed with finding a way to avoid the death tax. I opened up those drawers, just grabbed as many files as I could without being noticed, and I've had a chance to look at them. I found a list of documents and memos talking about annual giving limits, taxable estate, ir irrevocable trust details. I've never even heard of any of these things, and then I found it. Lifetime gift tax exemption or exclusion. I can't believe they tax you when you die. The gift tax exclusion applies to any payment for the diagnosis, cure, mitigation, treatment, or prevention of a disease. The purpose of affecting any structure or function of the body. This is highlighted. Or transportation primarily for essential medical care. IRS documents, treasury regulations. It all seems vague, but I read through this completely. It seems like you can avoid paying taxes in the case of death by paying for medical care to a direct institution, but what if you own the institution? This is it. Now, uh, if you gave away $1 billion, your tax bill would be almost $400 million. I was wondering how he's paying people, supplying food and medical supplies. But if you're trying to dodge a tax bill of that size, maybe you don't need to make money at all. If you can find a way to avoid paying taxes, you've got hundreds of millions of dollars to play with. But if he's using tax loopholes and shady accounting, does that make him a bad person? Or is he just doing what lots of people would do in that situation almost every day? It's not right. But... I don't have any specific money trail. I don't have any hard evidence. I just have highlighted plans and ideas. And that's speculation. So I can't do anything right now. And even if I could, I think they'd come after me for what I know. Even if Max built this place as a way to give away money in case he dies, I don't know. At least I'm getting paid, right? A few weeks passed and they took me aside. They got me ready for the bone marrow donation and... They put me in a room, stuck a needle in my hip, and got started on the procedure. And some say there's, oh, there's minor discomfort, or it's not a big deal. But listen, go, giving bone marrow, it leaves you sore. It leaves you painful, and it takes a little while to recover. But when I was done, they deposited more money into my account. This was more than I had made in almost five years of working almost six days a week in a restaurant. I used to look out for others. I'd spend my whole life saying, can I get you something? What do you need? How's everything tasting? Everything okay? Every day, doing things perfectly, only to have someone yell at me for giving them a paper straw instead of a plastic, like it's my fault the manager changed the policy on straws. My whole life, giving to others and getting nothing for myself? Maybe it's okay to just live my life for once, to just relax, no stress. And that's what I did for the next few weeks. No secret recordings, no worries. I was making friends. And then they called me back. They said there was some complication with the procedure and that I'd need to do it again. And that the second time, the second time would work. But 
something seemed off, so I started asking more questions. I ended up going to that counselor after all. Maybe I could find out more information about who she's speaking with or what else is going on here. Just wanted to find out a little more. I'm, I'm doing all right. You know, I, it's been a few months, but they mentioned that I should talk to you if I have any questions and if there's things on my mind. So I guess I'm here. Don't really know why. Well, if you don't want to be here, we don't have to talk at all. I'm pretty slammed with clients, so. Okay, well, no, I see that. I see that. Um, well, you know, maybe you could tell me how many clients you see. <laughs> well... Um, we're here to talk about you, not, not the people that I see and then the people in this estate. Um, but I'll just say that it, it is an unprecedented time, um, and therapy is helping lots of people navigate, um, this whole new experience and then find their new normal. You've been here a few months now and, and you're one of the few people that, hasn't come into my office. You haven't even tried, yet one day you wake up and I see you on my schedule. Why come to me at all? I feel like there's just so much I still don't know about. Things you don't know about this place or about you? Well, you know, we're surrounded by gates. We have security, we're secluded. Why wouldn't I ask about the place? I mean, it's not what I'm used to. Now we're getting somewhere. You're struggling with the change. Yeah, I don't know. This place just takes a lot of getting used to. I feel like I don't have any control, you know? It's, I don't know what to say. Mm. It is a change. But what in the world hasn't changed almost overnight? Out there, it's a whole different form of control because out there, the virus is in control. I think you're facing something deeper. Are you questioning things? I, I am. I'm, I'm questioning everything. Tim, you have to realize that people here, many of them lost a job or, or have a skill or talent that was put on hold. I talked to parents who used to feel like they were trapped in the house with their kids. But people here are happy. Do you, do you consider yourself to be happy? I don't know. Feeling like we're divided, people protesting in the streets, reporters getting arrested, and buildings burning down. It's a lot. It is. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It is a lot. And I understand that. But if you take this seriously, we can get through this. You just have to give it some time. <laughs> Not long after everything happened, um... I asked my son if he would come here, and he said he had a lot going on and wasn't sure about making the commitment. So he stayed with his dad. Well, I I can understand. I mean, this is basically a new world, and I got to be honest, I can't wait for the parties that are going to happen when this is all over. (laughs) So I think about that a lot. Yeah. When my son first returned from college, he told me about the, what is it, um, FOMO? The f- yeah, yeah, fear of missing out. I, oh. I know what that is. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. 
<laughs> Most people joke about it. Uh, yeah. Well, before everything, um, when my son was home, I, I swear he spent most of his week trying to figure out which bar or club or house party he was going to on the weekend. He always said that one party might be better than another. And I told him that if he just decided to go somewhere and arrived on time, <laughs> wherever he chose to go, um, <laughs> that would automatically be the best party because he was there. <laughs> I I kind of did the same thing. Like, I, I can't blame him. I feel like he just wanted to make the best choice. I can, I can see where he's coming from. Yeah. When bars close and you're literally breaking the law by being in a crowd, you think back and no matter what DJ was playing or which party had the best theme, if there were people around that you cared about, you were never missing out at all. Wow. That makes sense. If you spend so much of your life afraid of making the wrong decision, sometimes you'll end up making no decision at all. Wow. Uh, that's a lot to unpack there. That kind of, that might signify my entire life. I, well, are you this good with your other clients? <laughs> <laughs> I, well, you know, I, I can't share information about my other clients. Um, but, but I can say most people are thriving here. Um, there's good pay, no expenses. And, and you can negotiate the term of your contract. So if society goes right back to normal, you can leave as long as you sign a non-disclosure agreement. Oh, okay. All right. So there you go. That, that's the NDA. So that's... Right. Yeah. You can't talk about what's going on here. It, it benefits us as much as anyone else. We look out for each other. It's kind of like a small town, you know. Oh, I, I really like the mood ring that you're wearing. I haven't <laughs> seen one of those in a while. <laughs> yeah, I had one when I was a kid. Uh, this one also happens to be a thermometer. <laughs> Good idea to keep track of your temperature, especially nowadays. I, I guess so. Interesting. Nice. Is there anything else you want to share? Still trying to process everything. Um, well, there's a lot, and... I guess I have the time, so yeah, let's yep. let's unpack. All right. So you're the new teacher. Uh, yeah. Well, they said I was qualified and and ready. <laughs> Karen said that really. Okay. All right. Look. She said I had no other skills. <laughs> well, working with kids is a skill if you're patient and you're good. I definitely am. Well, yes. Well, normally I'd say it's a challenge, but the kids are so happy to be around other kids right now, so they're pretty easy going here. I love it. How many kids? Well, 12 right now, including my son. We may have a few more in the next couple of weeks. Do you ever think about your old students? This is a crazy back-to-school season. You know, what are their plans? Well, there are lots of plans, but I put together a detailed report, and then they said that any plan that didn't include all the students going back wasn't on the table. So when I had an opportunity to come here, I took it. Well, how would you, I mean, hey, listen, you, you're the expert. I'm still new, but how, how do you plan for that? Well, really, I had this idea for a phased approach where every student does one week per month, 
You split the students into four groups, 25% of the students per week. And then when each group only goes in for specific locations and classrooms, and then that way when someone comes down with COVID, you don't have to shut down the entire school. You only have the group of kids for that assigned week. Not to a little pushback here. I mean, how can you tell parents that their kids can only go to school once, one week per month? I mean, come on. Well, actually, the idea was that they would go to school in person once per month, but they'd still have online instruction for the other weeks. The one thing that the parents and the kids both need is a routine. But if you tell me that little Johnny goes to school on these days for a set period of time, I can adjust my work schedule and my appointments. But if you tell me that he can go to school every single day and then I wake up on Tuesday and find out that one kid is tested positive for COVID and now every student in the entire school has to cancel everything for an undetermined amount of time, well, then that's a problem. Yeah, wow. I'll tell you what, I can't even imagine what kids out there are thinking. You know, I read that years ago they used to teach kids on the radio during uh, the polio epidemic. But it's awesome that we get to teach them in person here and, and I'm going to give it I'm going to give it all I got. Okay, that's great. Hey, bud, good, uh, great answers today. You really know your stuff. I guess. It's pretty easy. I just don't get why we have to learn this stuff in the first place. Hey, listen, when you learn, it creates a brighter future for all of us. <laughs> How many times have you said that in the mirror? What? <laughs> What are you talking about? That line. A brighter future. Because I learned something. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? I am not joking. I'm 100% serious, and I I I really mean that, okay? Okay, I'm going to ask you a question. Is the future bright now? Hmm. I think so. It's brighter than it was yesterday. Then today? It's not so bright, is it? Hey, bud. You know what? It's going to be okay. You sound just like my dad. He said that so many times. I've lost track, or I don't care anymore at this point. It's not a lie. It's it's going to be okay. But I don't want this to be a new normal. I want to go back home to my old normals and my friends and the other kids. Well, you're here, and there's plenty of kids to play with. You get to see your friends at this school. Those kids are fun. And for the record, I do not consider them my friends. But don't get me wrong, it's nice to be around other kids and actually in school. I hated being cooped up in front of a computer all day long. I know it's tough, and I can see you've got a lot on your mind. Plus, who makes the decisions around here? What makes Jacob, the kid who sits in front of me, better than my friend Cameron back home? It doesn't make any sense. Look, I, I don't know what to say. I'm optimistic about all this, but it, it is a challenging time, so... Optimism? Please, that really isn't a thing. Deep down, you know how this is going to stay. Look, uh, you know what? I think we're all guessing, and I think I do know that I'm new to this, and sometimes I don't have all the answers. And Exactly. You're new to this, so what gives us any way to say it's fine? No one knows what's going on. It's so stupid. No, I, you know what? I, I don't think so. I, it, it's going to be okay. All right, fine. I'll, I'll level with you. It's not going to be okay. It's going to be great, or it's going to be bad. But we can get through that. I'm trying to figure things out myself. So are your teachers. So are your parents. We? You mean the people who have something to offer. I'm just a kid. They don't care about me. They don't care about any of us. Where, 
Where's this? Where's all this coming from, buddy? Look, do you know what it's like to get so close to your dad and have him physically separated from you in front of your eyes? Because I do. And I'm supposed to go to sleep knowing my dad is miles away, but I can't see him? He can't tuck me in. He can't read me a story. He can't give me a goodnight kiss. I, I know. I'm that. You know what? I'm so sorry, and I forgot it's just you and your mom. It's fine. I'm the only kid here that doesn't have both parents. I don't expect you to remember. You don't have many kids like me, do you? Well, that's definitely true. You're different to say the least. Well, most teachers don't automatically assume you have both parents, you know. I'm sorry, Ben. You're right. You know what? I have a lot of friends who grew up with single parents and without dads, so I should respect that, and it's my fault. Let's just change the subject. Whatever you want. Hey, do you ever hear the hum at night? The what? You know, the hum. Okay, hold on. Is this like an okay boomer or something? Like, are you going to get me here? You setting me up? No, I'm serious. At night, if you listen when it's quiet or, well, let's be honest, there's not a lot of quiet time. There's a hum to this place. I don't get much sleep nowadays. I always have something on my mind, so it always is the only thing that gets me to pay attention to something else. I just don't hear it, no. I feel like adults don't hear it. I asked my mom, and she said I was just making things up. Why does everyone dismiss me just because I'm a kid? It's not fair. That is that is true. And, well, that's just one of the things that happens. It, trust me, it gets better when you get older. Another thing that changes when you get older also is your hearing. So maybe there's something that I'm not catching. It's just something I'm missing. I'm sure it's nothing. I wouldn't want you to worry. Hmm. Let me guess. It's going to be okay. <laughs> you know, no, I, 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 maybe it is, maybe it isn't. I, I guess I'm not going to say that anymore. I ask because you look worried. It's the same look my mom had when we first moved here. I can remember it like it was yesterday. She was telling me how my dad will never be able to see me again. She was fighting back the tears. She... Hey. Never mind. Just, I know you're worried, so tell me the truth. Uh, I won't lie to you. I have a lot on my mind. But it's gonna be, it, it's gonna be better. Mr. Woods, you just said you have a lot on your mind. Now you know how I feel. Hey, how's it going, man? Hey, um, you're still here? Wow. Yeah. So I, I'm actually pretty pretty happy. I'm doing some education. And believe it or not, um, we do co-teaching, and there's like two different teachers, and your daughter has been rocking it in math. She's been amazing. So I remember she mentioned, oh, she mentioned that. That's so math. funny. She said there was a new teacher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Funny enough, I met, I met you a few months ago, so how about that? Yeah, I didn't think I was going to stay, but no, I appreciate it, man. So... I'm, yeah, I'm used to the bidets now, right? <laughs> I, <remember laughs> yeah. like, I feel like you're fixing them. So, yeah, no, it, it definitely is a learning curve there. Yeah, cool. Um, so, like, how's how are things going on your like your end though? 
Yeah, um, you know, it's 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 good. You know, uh, I, I maintain uh, the levels every day. You know, I check the reports, make sure that, uh, you know, things are, are staying uh, nice and disinfected and, and uh, sterilized, you know, because, you know, obviously we're, we're here for for the safety of us and our family. So, yeah. um, you know, it's good. Everything's going good. You know, just That's regular, good. regular routine checks and, you know, no major, no major problems. Good. They were, I think they were like fixing the main gate the other day. Like what was our problem? Like, I want to make sure we're all, we're all set, you know? Are we yeah, good? no, don't worry about that. <laughs> Security's out there and, uh, you know, we, we got all the mechanics working. Um, actually, uh, just, just so you know, I guess they're going to, they're going to tell people later, we're, we're actually going to have our first, uh, first drill in a while, you know, in case of a catastrophic okay. emergency. Okay. What do I tell the kids? Cause they're going to freak out a little bit, you know, like remember yeah, we used know, to do fire drills, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, these, these, dr- these drills aren't exactly like fire drills, uh, you know, cause it's cause of the, the, you know, the virus, uh, you know, we have a, a little bit different of a shelter in place type of situation here, but you know, the, ki- the kids have been through it. I mean, the main thing you need to know is just, uh, you know, remember what cell you're in. Uh, you know, you're going to go into the, the inner chamber and uh, everyone has their own, um, you know, a cell, I guess you could say, which, yeah. you know, has a, you know, a bedpan, you know, you, you got some books in there, some food, some dried fruit okay. and other things, uh, you know, in case we were actually going to have to hunker down for, you know, long periods of time, everyone would be separate in their own cells uh, with their own uh, sterilization. Um, you know, just stay safe, but you know, don't worry about that. That's, that's never going to happen. We, we just, we just do it, uh, you know, out of precaution. All right. And, and, uh, so it's in the inner chamber. I've never, I haven't been there yet. So <laughs> that's, yeah, good. no, yeah. I, you, you don't go there. That that's just for the benefactor. All right. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I mean, it must take a lot of energy to re- like run this place though. I mean, there's, yeah, you know, um, yeah, we're, we're trying to limit our uh, carbon footprint. You know, we have the solar panels and, you know, honestly, mostly energy and the compound is really used up by the refrigerators. Um, but, yeah. you know, everything else is pretty standard. Yeah. So, I mean, and it's great. Like we have farms, we have a lot of fresh fruits, fresh food. Yeah, um, sure. We, we're pretty we sustainable. Like, yeah. Yeah. So, um, like what, uh, what's, a what, like, what kind of, you know, we, we, what kind of food do we store? Like you talking about refrigerators. Oh yeah. Well, we, you know, we have a lot of people that are uh, staying here and then obviously living here full time. So, you know, we, we, we're trying to limit the amount of contact with the outside world, you know, to try and uh, reduce the amount of potential contamination. So, um, you know, we, we just store a lot of food in there and, and uh, freeze a lot of stuff, you know, so that it stays longer. Yeah. I haven't even, it's funny. I feel like I remember, tv dinners i feel like i haven't even had any it's pretty good like it's all kind of fresh so like what do you what do you put in the freezers though i mean some like you know maybe a backup food yeah not 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 really um yeah. you know but uh, just just you know uh don't worry about that you know we're, we're we keep everything fresh yeah. all right man. well i appreciate everything uh and uh we'll, we'll be in touch all right yeah see you around all right Man. Hey, 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 man! Have you have you tried this? It's like a ramen yawn on a cracker or something like that. <laughs> it's pretty good. Man. Yeah, what do you think of the meat? I've never had some. It's it's so so tender. Um, Tastes I like beef, though, right? Yeah, it does. It's really wait. It's not beef. Is this one of those no. vegetarian? Uh, 
Nope, no. not vegetarian. It's actually ostrich. Get out. <laughs> I, Some I've of never... the best steaks you'll get here. Get out of here, man. How, well, how do you how do you know it's ostrich? That's awesome. Well, I'm the chef that came up with the recipe for it. Get out of here. You know, I, it's so funny. I've been eating really good. <laughs> you know, I, I, I feel kind of bad being in this kind of locked away estate. And I know a lot of people out there are struggling. Uh, but, you know, compliments to the chef. You have my, my applause, man. Awesome. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Well, you know, if, if you don't mind me asking, why, why are you here? Um, making these awesome recipes, I'm sure. You've, you've, did you go to culinary school or anything like that? Yeah, I actually graduated from the Culinary Institute. And uh, I worked for a lot of years as a journeyman chef and ended up in New Orleans. Uh, I finally got my chance to work as an executive chef for a number of years and got my first Michelin star while I was down there. Wow. Uh, sorry, what is a Michelin star? Is that, I know it's good. It's got to be good. But uh... um, Michelin service, you know, they, 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 they pick and choose. And if you're lucky enough to get evaluated, uh, if you meet all their criteria, so votes that, that's go the in and so you get your you're star. The real, you're the real deal. Oh, I enjoy what I do. Yeah, so how do you get all the food in here? I mean, it must be a nightmare with COVID. You know, there's closed doors, there's locked gates. Yeah, I don't, I can't imagine. Well, we're pretty lucky. Max had this place set up pretty well before I ever started working here. Wow. It's got pretty much everything that you could need on site. We've got our own farms. We've got a, a meat processing facility. You know, that was actually a lot easier to get folks to come in here when the when the meat processing facility started to shut down because of all the outbreaks. I heard about that. So you have one on site. That's phenomenal. That's, I didn't even think about, I didn't even think about that. That's amazing. Wow. Yeah. It gives me a great opportunity because I get to help participate in selecting the animals and picking the breeds. So we get some of the best pork Berkshire and I get to make everything from fresh. Fresh. Nice, man. So I actually, I feel like I, we had some fish the other day. Like, what do you? I know Washington. We're in Washington State. It's awesome. I know the they have the freshest fish, but like, how do you get that? That's crazy. Well, we're lucky because we're so close to the coast. We actually have one one fishing boat with a crew that goes out, and anything that they can't get that either I'm looking for or that Max wants, they can usually source it for us. Wow. So they usually go out at least once a week. Phenomenal, man. So you're pretty close with Max. Uh, we've been working together for a while. He actually, he, he and I were working together before, before he asked me to come here. He kind of served as a benefactor for helping me out with some of my startups when I had my second and third restaurant open. So how many restaurants did you have? Well, I had four. Uh, you must have had a lot of employees and what happened when COVID struck? I can't even imagine then. Well, it was tough. I mean, all three of the places were fine dining. We tried to do a little more casual fare in the third one, uh, but COVID really kind of shut that down. Nobody was going out. We were still trying to maintain our stocks of all the fresh ingredients that we were getting, but it was massively expensive. So we ended up having to shut down. Takeout wasn't cutting it, even at our casual place. Um, you know what? Well, I, I hate to say it, but I am blessed that I, I i'm eating your great food and sorry about the circumstances you know it's so fresh you said fresh a couple of times 
Um, do you like freeze everything? I know you're talking about the meat. I'm sure you, you, you got a bunch of people to feed here. Do you, you kind of like freeze your meat or, you know, what do you do with all those? No, we don't really we don't really use freezers very much. I mean, that's the beauty is that I get to cook everything from fresh. I mean, we've got the the farm space that you've probably seen here already, so we're yeah. getting all of our produce fresh. Yeah, I've got some backup freezers, but not very many. Only I can count them on one hand. Wow, wow. So that that, that that's something that I'm paying attention to. You know, I can tell the difference between frozen food and other stuff so i'm eating the freshest that's thanks for confirming that because that's been on my mind it's been bugging me um yeah we're we're really fortunate even the folks in the dining facility where the staff eat are getting everything from fresh so yeah nothing frozen beauty of this self-sustaining compound that's awesome wow well you know what you're playing poker later you seem like a poker player here you're oh of course <laughs> i'm not gonna miss the compound poker game that's the best game in town <laughs> I'll, I'll be there. I'll be there. I've been working on my, my bluffing skills, but I'm not as good as I used to be. <laughs> All right, bud. Well, I'll be able to figure out if you've got any tells. All right. All right. Well, please let me know. Yeah, I'm sure after the first game. So. <laughs> All right, man. Well, I'm going to keep enjoying this amazing ostrich. And, uh, you know, I'll keep in touch. All right, bud. And I'll see you at the poker table. All right. Sounds good. Okay. Last time... Last time they took me in the center of the facility, um, obviously medical procedure, they take everything from you. And this time I hid my recorder in a location outside of the room. I wanted to get some evidence because this is my only chance to, to confirm what I suspected and it's true. Pretended that I was asleep and recovering, and here I am. <laughs> this entire facility, all, all of the things they've been telling me about <laughs> there are people right now, and I see them, and they're they're frozen solid. The name Marjorie Smythe is tagged in a freezer. <laughs> oh. They're all frozen. So I, I don't know what they're doing, but I don't know that they're lying. I gotta get back, but I'm gonna find my way back here. I'm gonna find my way to prove this because everyone in this, this room, in the center where they say it's his private estate, it's his, his sanctuary, nobody goes there. People do go there. But I don't think it's by choice. And as long as I can prove this, then I have a reason to keep going. I won't let them get away with this. I know that for sure. Let me get back. Uh, they're doing this 
others, locking them away, putting them on ice. And all the people I've talked to, no one brings it up. No one's raising a concern. No one's saying a word. This entire time, I felt like something was off. And I thought it was because I was here for a different reason than everyone else. But no, it's because of this, the hum of the freezers that I'll never get out of my head. The sound of people closed off and put away in what I thought was a coffin. But this whole time, it was an ice box. If they can do this to others, what's going to stop them from doing this 